Hello, assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I am not. Thanks to my mother. Every time she has the flu, she just has to make sure that I get it too. Otherwise, she just cannot live. And so here I am. In Murray. And totally bored to death. And peed off. Today is day three, I think. Um, We came on Tuesday, I think, and... Uh, no, today's, we came on Tuesday, today's Friday. So, yeah, anyway. Um, if you check out my YouTube channel, which is, um, Just Moi Content NM. So that is J-U-S-T-E-M-O-I-C-O-N-T-E-N-T-N-M, capital N, capital M. Um, if you check that out, you would see the videos that I um, will be uploading as soon as I leave. I've uploaded one because um, I hate jazz bundle, seriously. And um, I've complained about it on my video too. I hate it because even if you get the monthly goddamn bundle, which is YouTube and social, the only thing you can use is YouTube. Nothing social. Um... I can't open any of the websites on Google. I cannot uh, do any of my work. I cannot open my podcast website. I cannot upload my podcast. I cannot check Instagram. Um, all I see is blank pages. And this is your monthly YouTube and social bundle. Imagine. I swear the amount of corruption, the amount of dishonesty, the amount of unethical, immoral behavior in this country. I mean, as I said, it's no wonder that this country is, you know, screwed. Because in this country, corruption is from top to bottom. Dishonesty is from top to bottom. Um, There is no sense of halal and haram. And it's it's just, you know, the country has gone to the dogs. It's been there for a long time. Uh, but now it's like literally part of the pack of dogs. And another thing that really bores me when I come to Maria, the reason why I avoid is, see, one of the reasons that I entered into depression when coming to Pakistan is the fact that I cannot live a life doing nothing. I am somebody who has to always do something and I have to keep myself busy. And... As you know, in Pakistan, there are no jobs. Um, there are no opportunities. I would never invest in this country. I would never spend my money doing business in this country. Because what follows is, again, bribes and corruption just to even get your own legal documents ready. And I would never invest in the government of this country. I would never invest in the people of this country, to be very honest. <coughs> because of that, um, I have literally been... Uh, you know, working independently for more than 10 years since I've been here. And I've been here for over 12 years. I've been working independently for 10 years. And the kind of people that we have in Pakistan is they want the best from you and they don't want to pay you. So I've been struggling, basically. Um, The only way to make money in Pakistan is by dishonest means. Um, If you want to work honestly then, you know, best luck with that. Um, 
you know, good luck with that because you're not going to reach anywhere in time. I've spent 10 years struggling and I've still got nothing to my name. And that is because I refuse to be corrupt and dishonest. It's very easy to be corrupt and dishonest, to be very honest. It's very easy. The day I get angry, I can start burning everything down in this country. I can start burning people down. I can become a cruel sadist, just like the people here. But I'm always holding myself back. I'm always forcing myself to stay on the right path. And it's very difficult, mind you. It's not easy. And now, here in Marito, um, you know, the fact that I get extremely bored is this absolutely nothing to do. Who the hell looks at their mobile screens for 24 hours? Who the hell um, watches YouTube for 24 hours? I can't even bear it after a few minutes, to be honest. Uh, and because our land is not ready... And that is why I was saying you can go check out my YouTube channel because over there you can see the land is not yet ready. All we've managed to do is make the house. And last time we managed to make the uh, parking for the car. And we still have to put flagstones at the, you know, from the parking through the side to come to the front of the house because the parking is at the back of the house. And the front entrance, we have to put flagstones and then we have to clear the whole land. The land is very long. I wouldn't call it big. It's narrow and it's long because it's the mountains. And, um, you know, the rains, as you know, it's rained a lot this monsoon. So in just three months, the whole land has become this wild jungle where the hemp has grown Everywhere there's so much hemp and the hemp has even grown to such an extent that it is budding flowers. Imagine wild daisies are everywhere, dandelions are everywhere, straws are growing up to like 7 to 10 feet tall. So we've got that going on and we can't find anybody to clear the land. Uh, we just managed to, you know, our neighbors cleared a bit of the land for us so that we can walk. But there is still so much to do. We have to clear the land. We have to level the land. You know, we have to start landscaping. And this is a very slow, very tedious, very painful process. First of all, this is practically a village. Um, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's related to everybody. So one of the biggest problems is there's always somebody dying or there's always a marriage or there's always somebody going to the airport or something. And then you can't find anybody. Meaning, the plumber had to come yesterday and he couldn't come because first there was a death and then he had to take his brother-in-law to the airport. Um, at the same time, the mason couldn't come because on the same day there was another death and that was the mason's cousin. And so he couldn't come. So, you know, I understand that deaths and, and all that happen, but it's amazing how it always happens when I come here. It's amazing that whenever I come here, nothing gets done. But when my dad comes here, because he stays for long, you know, he gets the work started and all. But when I come here, then there's nothing done. And then again, I, because the land is not ready, you can't even walk on it. Because I can't walk, there's nothing to do. Just go out, sit on the porch, come back inside. Pray when it's prayer time. You know, and that's it. 
I have managed to survive through my depression by creating so many little things to pass my time in Lahore, where I live. And this is why I've always avoided coming to Murray because over here I can't do anything. Over here I cannot stay for more than two days max. There's nothing. And again, if the land was ready, if we had things done the way we wanted to, if it landscaped at all, I could have enjoyed just walking on the land. It's a very long stretch. One could enjoy walking. But I can't. So, it's pretty annoying. Plus, I've got the flu now and I can't talk much because as soon as I talk, then I start coughing. And then, you know, there's also this added stress and tension that you get because you, because we don't live here 24-7. And people know that we don't live here 24-7. So there are always people, you know, stealing stuff. Um, we dug up our own water supply and then, you know, we put the wiring from the bore to the tanky and twice the wire was stolen. Who does it apart from the locals? You know, it's obvious. And then our neighbors who were above us. They really disturbed us throughout the construction process of the house because they were, they seemed to think that this was their father's land, which it wasn't, obviously. But they seemed to think that we had no right to uh, make boundaries around the land and to, you know, construct anything because they needed a, a free. Uh, way to pass through they have their own way that they can pass but because it's easy for them to just jump down to our land and then to go down to the road so they were creating problems for us forcing us that we should give them access over here people have no sense of privacy no sense of trespassing nothing and then you know um, they were trying to force us to give them way through our house, not even our land. First they tried that they should jump onto our roof because our roof touches the road that is in front of their house. This is how it is in the mountains. You will see that most rooftops are exactly parallel or adjacent to the roads behind them. So our roof basically touches the street that is in front of their house so they've been jumping onto our roof they broke the netting they jumped onto our roof multiple times when you start jumping in and out of people's homes in their absence and then you know because there are lots and lots of fruit trees here um you know they take all the fruits and then we are left with rubbish so this time my dad was here when it was, you know, time um, to pluck the fruits. So we got lo loads of them. And now the walnuts are getting ready for next month. And we he'll probably come back. Um, because some of our friends, you know, they faced the same thing. Who have homes in Murray. They say that in their absence, people not just trespass, but they break into their homes. And they illegally use their homes. Um, to give out to tourists so they said that you know um, you need to come especially whenever it's um, time for the fruits come hire people pluck all the fruits 
you know, and then take them, sell them, whatever. Similarly, make sure uh, to mark your boundaries and put a gate. Well, we had already marked our boundaries, but it's a slow process. We have to put the gates yet. So, yeah, that's why the top neighbors are, you know, they've been disturbing the laborers. But the laborers are also from the same community, so the laborers handle them. Our front neighbors who are below us, they are in the mountain below us. Um, they are very, very nice. They've been nice right from the start. They've been very helpful. They're always coming and asking us if we need fresh water because they know that we've got fresh water problems. We've got rainwater in our tanky. We've got 2,000 liters worth of rainwater <coughs> that we're using for household chores and bathrooms and stuff. But um, fresh water for drinking, the our front neighbors who are below us, they always come up and give us big bottles then they come after a few hours to ask if we need more water so they're like throughout the time that this house was being made they have been very very helpful so yeah i think the only time you know i can actually feel like coming here is if this land gets a little bit ready at least but that's a very slow very tedious process so yeah um, and it takes a lot of money, you know, things, because of the inflation, things are getting harder and harder, more expensive. So, uh, we managed to get the house done at a better, at better times, you can say. So, yeah, labor is expensive, materials are expensive, stuff is expensive. So, we have to, you know, and because, as I said, the land is not, is not small, it's pretty big, pretty long. So the work on it will be uh, slow because we have to do it step by step. And then, you know, because we will have to need somebody to take care of it every now and then in our absence so that there's no overgrowth of wild plants again, you know, making it difficult for anybody to walk. So uh, we want to keep, as uh, plus the people here, they have this really bad habit in the northern areas of Pakistan. They keep um, they keep cutting down trees and they don't plant new ones. Although there is a law that does not allow you to cut down more than two trees at a in a month, I think, or in in a few. I don't know the time range. There's a time frame. And but are you know these people? They that is the mentality of the people here. As I said, that's the mentality of Pakistani people that they are always looking for ways to take stuff, and especially if it's for free. Now these old trees, these fruit trees, they're worth 10,000 or even more, thousands and thousands of rupees per tree. And they will cut it down brutally and they wouldn't spend a hundred rupees to plant a new one. So my dad then last time very severely and strictly warned them that nobody's going to cut down any trees on my land, no matter what. So, you know... Um, We've had enough. I mean, the whole point of, you know, making a house here in this place was, you know, because of the trees and nature. If you're going to start cutting down trees and, you know, again, create some artificial, um, you know, I mean, what's the point? What's the point of us coming here and choosing this land? We chose it because it's filled with trees. It's filled with nature, you know. So, yeah, there's that. I mean, this is how people are. You know, and Imran Khan, if you remember, he had to grow a billion trees just because of these people.
just because of these people cutting down natural trees and natural forests. It's just to burn wood, seriously, or to sell it. You know, it's amazing how careless and callous people are. Yeah, you you could argue with me all about their needs and wants, but to be honest, it's it's not they they do beyond their needs and wants. Let me tell you, our people, as I said, are always after free stuff, everywhere and anywhere they can get free stuff, even if you know they don't need it, they want to have it. But I can't talk any much, uh, any much more. So, um, I do do join my YouTube, um, if you can. Um, because I will, right now I cannot even work on, you know, editing my videos to upload them because the, the online site that I use to quickly, you know, join my videos or, or edit them, um, I can't open it thanks to Jazz Internet Bundle, the mofos. So I have to wait to go back to Lahore, which is probably in a day or two anyway. By the weekend, we'll be back in Lahore. And then I'll put them together and I'll upload. I'll upload the videos, um, you know, of this place on YouTube. And then you can see what I'm talking about. So you all take care, stay safe. Khuda Hafiz.